Amazing. Shall we, shall we jump right into it? I'm so excited about this. Let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Okay. So, um, yeah, welcome to the Quella podcast. I cannot believe that it's actually, um, this is actually episode five um, of the podcast so far. Um, and I'm really excited to actually have you on as um, my guest today, um, you know, chatting about your journey. I mean, this is obviously not the first time that we've had this conversation. Um, um, just obviously we had we have chat about uh, your, your work that you do with hypnotherapy and all of that. And I just thought, you know, you would be, you know, such a great um, add on and you would have something of value to share to this um, entire conversation. And um, just for everyone who is um, listening, who is going to be listening to this podcast, um, the Quella podcast is a safe space for women um, from all backgrounds, um, just to basically come together and to talk about um, anything and everything really that concerns us as women from entrepreneurship, personal development, spirituality, you name it. And yeah, Jeannie, I'm, I'm really excited about this. And I just thought maybe you can um, just kick it off with maybe just telling us uh, more about yourself and, and who you are. I'm not going to do the introduction. I think you would actually be, be great at, at taking that off and like introducing yourself. So yeah. Thank you so much, Nelly. I really appreciate you guys having me on here. I'm so honored to be on this podcast. Um, so yeah, my name is Jenny. I was born and raised in Germany. And when I was 19, I didn't want to live there anymore. So I went to the US and I studied there and I got a job, you know, like normal people do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then I was working as the managing editor of 22 newspapers and it was a great job. And I got a lot of opportunities from my bosses and it was really, it was a, it was a great job. But eventually I felt that it was not fulfilling me because I wanted to travel and I wanted more freedom because in the US, you know, you get like five paid vacation days and stuff. So I wanted more freedom. I wanted to travel more. And LA is also not the ideal location to travel from. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'd been a traveler all my life. So I was like, something needs to change. And yeah. the same year, kind of everything in my personal life also kind of went downhill. So I was like, ah, I need help. I need, I need something to change. And my friend was like, hey, you should try hypnosis with my hypnotherapist. I was uh -huh. like, okay, why not? <laughs> so I, <laughs> I gave it a try. And I remember waking up after the very first, like the first session happened. And then the next day I woke up at like four or 5 a.m. And I was like, I'm going to quit my job and travel the world. I don't know how I'm going to make it happen, but I will. <laughs> and that was in 2015. And um, I've been traveling for like four and a half years now, minus COVID times, of course. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but yeah, I've been traveling and I've, I've became a hypnotherapist myself because I found hypnosis and everything that has to do with the subconscious mind so powerful that I wanted to help people with it as well. And since then I've helped people with depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts, um, toxic relationships, finding their purpose and stuff. So it's, it's a really, really beautiful profession and a way to really help people. So I love it. Mm, wow. <laughs> wow. That is like <laughs> such an amazing, an amazing story. Um, you know, just like, as you mentioned, like just quitting your job and after the first session, um, I just want to maybe for 
um, anyone is tuned into this podcast may be wondering what hypnosis or hypnotherapy is for that matter. Um, would you just um, maybe briefly just take us through what hypnosis is? Absolutely. So there's so there's um there's a few different types of hypnosis, but what most people are familiar with is stage hypnosis. So that means people are doing crazy things on stage because the hypnotist uh, because the hypnotist tells them to, right? <laughs> so they mm -hmm. act like dogs, or they eat and they eat an onion and but they think it's an apple and they think it tastes like an apple, so they eat an onion. <laughs> mm -hmm. So this or they forget their name or they can't move a body part anymore. This is stage hypnosis, and this is not what I do, but this is all real, but it only works because the people who want to be hypnotized want to be doing these crazy things on stage. And um, there's certain methods to go do that, but you can look that up yourself on YouTube. I'm not going to go into that because I want to get into the other part of hypnosis, mm -hmm. which is um, for therapeutical reasons. You can do that. And it's, hypnosis is simply relaxing your mind and your body to access your subconscious mind and your subconscious mind is the 95% of your brain, which is, so, so to say, open as a child. And that's why we don't filter as children. We take on everything that our parents say, our society says, our friends say, and we don't take that in with filters. And only when we're like seven or eight, we develop these filters. So that means when you have a problem now, um, for example, you always date the same type of guys or you have problem with money or you have other issues, right? Losing weight or whatever it is, that most of the time stems back to a situation in childhood. For example, when your teacher told you something or when your parent told you something that you as a child interpret differently than you should as you should have, like when you had those filters. And so when we feel like there are patterns in our life that we cannot control and we feel like we keep falling back into these patterns, we have to examine what is happening subconsciously because in our subconscious mind, our belief systems, our behaviors, our habits, our patterns are stored. Our morals and our values, they're stored in our subconscious mind and we have already created these when we were kids. Mm -hmm. And this is the great part about hypnosis because when you relax your mind and your body, which we don't do in our society much anymore, right? And people are afraid of being alone with their thoughts and being alone with their minds. But this is when greatness happens. This is when you get a time for yourself and when you, when you calm down your mind, you become more creative. You keep seeing what is happening actually around you. Can you you're a better observer and you can create this, this life for yourself that you've always been dreaming of and always been wishing for just because you changed something in your subconscious mind. Mm. Okay. So, and yeah, and then there's a, a part of hypnosis, which you can, um, you can also do spiritual hypnosis, which can lead you to past lives, or you can, it can lead you to your soul space. So basically, why is it, if you believe in souls, why is it that your soul is in this body? Why did it choose your parents and so on and so forth? This is also something else. And then you can do other, other crazy spiritual things with this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I, I think of it like from what you've actually, I mean, that was also like my perception of, um, of hypnosis. Um, you mentioned that it's actually called stage hypnosis. I actually did not know that. Um, but I think that's the general perception of hypnosis. Like yes. someone telling you to do certain things and you kind of just do what, whatever that, whatever that person tells you to do. So that's, I think that's like the general perception, but, um, well, thank you so much for shedding light on the other aspects of, um, hypnosis and what you also, um, 
you know, what you also particularly focus on. You mentioned something that I found really in, in interesting about um, relaxing the mind. And you spoke uh, about why it's important because um, you mentioned that it's, a, it's, it's really good if you want to um, realize your dreams and you kind of want to live a life, um, a, a life of purpose. And you can, you can kind of use hypnosis to, to do that. I just want to know um, maybe some other things that you could also touch on, on why it is important for us to, um, to really relax our minds. Like why is it important, especially in these times that we're living in, like there's just increasing distractions all the time. Why is it, why is that, why would you say that is something that is important and why should everyone do that? Oh, wow. Okay. Great, great question. Very deep question. <laughs> so in today's world, right, if we look at it, if we look at what we do on a daily basis is we talk with our friends, we use social media, we scroll on our phones, we watch TV, we get bombarded with advertisements all over the place. And we never or we rarely take the time to really be with ourselves and ask ourselves important questions like, who am I? Am I this body? Am I these, this mind? Am I my thoughts? Am I, who, who the fuck am I? Excuse my cursing, but who am I? Mm -hmm. And who, who do I want to be? Who do I want to become? What is it actually that I want? I see so many people who do not even know what they want. They know what they don't want. They can mm -hmm. tell me that, but they don't know what they want. They don't know what they want in life. They don't know what their next relationship should be like. They, and most importantly, they also, um, they settle. They do not look for the opportunities that are all around them and all over the place, but they settle. They're like, oh, this is how it's been. This is how my parents have, have seen it for me. This is, this is how it's going to be. This is how it's going to be for other people. So it must be like this for me. But people have, um, a lot of people have lost this, this curiosity or this um, curiosity of the unknown, so to say. They would rather stay in their comfort zone and not look for any opportunities outside because it's going to make them uncomfortable and they may have to learn something new and they may have to change old habits and beliefs <laughs> mm -hmm. rather than going outside of their comfort zone and really diving into, into the unknown and surrendering to the unknown and seeing the power that the surrendering to the unknown has. Because if you surrender the, to the unknown, your brain, of course, does not know what is going to happen. Mm -hmm. um, so your subconscious mind will remind you like, Hey, this is how, this is not how we usually do it. So let's go back to how we usually do it because that's where we feel comfortable. <laughs> your mm -hmm. brain always wants to keep you in that comfort zone. But when you take time to be with yourself, ask yourself these questions, who am I? What do I want? What do I really want? How can I serve others better? How can I make myself happy so I can serve others better? If we do that more often, I think this world would be a better place because if we are more happy and we, if we take care of ourselves so that we can be more happy, we can serve others from a full cup. Mm. Yes. Yes. So that's why I think it's important yeah. to mm -hmm. really calm down your mind. Yeah, no, definitely. And then what, like, I guess like the next question would be about, I mean, and obviously you have, quite a bit of experience with um various people who have come to you with um you know whatever obstacle that they're facing and they are kind of looking for 
answers um for lack of a better word but also maybe helping them through through that process and through and you know understanding why they're here what they want to do and stuff what are some of the the things that like you don't have to go into a lot of detail but just briefly what are some of the the commonalities rather that come out of um those kind of conversations if you if you can um touch touch on that what is like a common thread that some of the things that people kind of um yeah that people find to be obstacles um in 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 that in that journey Mm-hmm. Um, so the first common obstacle I would say is not knowing what exactly they want. And then of course, the common, the common belief that's underneath literally every problem in our lives is the lack of self-worth. Mm. So in, in some way or form, our parents or our friends or whatever in our childhood have told us like, we are not worthy of X, Y, Z because blah, 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 blah. And so whether it is that you have, that you're procrastinating, the fear to um, procrastination mostly comes from a fear of either failure or success. So we're Mm -hmm. afraid of succeeding or failing. So, um, and why are we afraid of that? Because we may not feel worthy of the success or we think we're we're not worthy, so we're going to fail anyway. So underneath that always lies the lack of self-worth. If we take a different thing, um, for example, motivation always is the, is the same thing as procrastination. But mm-hmm. if we take a different thing, like let's say people know what they want, but they are afraid to go for it. Why are they afraid to go for it? Also, again, because they don't feel worthy of this better thing that is actually awaiting them, but they don't take the steps of going there and getting it. Mm. Okay. And then what are some of the steps? Like if someone is like, okay, cool. Like I want to actually get to know myself. Um, obviously we have already um, uncovered as you have you spoken about um, how hypnotherapy or, or hypnosis can, is hypnosis and hypnotherapy the same thing? It is the same thing. Um, so what I, what I always want to make the difference between stage hypnosis and then hypnotherapy, of course. Okay. Okay, cool. But it's not, can the two words be used interchangeably? I just want to be clear. Exactly. exactly. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So now that's but wait. Okay, wait. So, so hip, you wouldn't use hypnotherapy for stage hypnosis, of course, but you would use hypnosis for, for these two, for both. Okay. So stage hypnosis is not a form of therapy? or, or, or how, No. Like how? And yeah. Yeah. And therapy is not a form of stage hypnosis, but both are hypnosis because in both cases you relax the person's mind and body to get to their subconscious mind so that they do whatever it is that they want to do in hypnosis. Okay. And if we're rela- like on stage hypnosis, if we're relaxed and if our minds and bodies are relaxed, then we are more willing to do the things and go out of our comfort zone um, on stage than when we think and when we have those filters like, oh, what are other people going to think about me? Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Is that so- more clear? Mm-hmm. So it's essentially, it's a way of like removing almost like a, a veil or removing yes. a filter. Can I think of it in yes. that way? Okay. Yes, absolutely. All right, cool. I just wanted to be clear on that. So, yeah, so I was going to say that, um, yeah, we were just speaking at length about like why people are sort of afraid. And we've also established that um, hypnosis can be a way for us to tap into you know our gifts and our creativity and what we want to do and how we want to show up in, into the world and all of those beautiful things but i'd also like to know 
if someone is not ready for hypnosis, right? Because I, I can assume that it, it can be maybe a daunting thing. I don't know. I would love to know um, maybe your point of view of, of, on that. But what are some other like things that people can, can other tools and other practices and things that you personally, that maybe you could also like, yeah, you could definitely like speak from experience from your, what you have personally used um, that you've used alongside hypnosis to, to, to sort of, um, yeah, to sort of help you on your journey. Mm -hmm. So what I think people can do if they don't want to dive into hypnosis, you can do guided meditations on YouTube, mm -hmm. um, which is almost the same thing. However, when I do hypnosis with my clients, they can speak back to me. But when you do a guided meditation on YouTube or a hypnosis, even on YouTube, then of course it's going to be somebody speaking and it's going to be a video and you won't have time to, um, or you won't have the chance to speak to the hypnotist for, for example. Mm -hmm. So let's say you have anxiety or depression or anything like that, right? Mm -hmm. You can just type into YouTube hypnosis or guided meditation for anxiety or depression. And that already helps. That can be a great help for people. I personally enjoy Michael Seeley. Mm -hmm. And I do a lot of videos or, you know, videos with affirmations, videos with binaural beats are amazing because um, they have a certain frequency that will um, raise your frequency so you can feel better. Um, and what is most important is I think if you, so I want people to know that they don't need anything that's external because we ourselves are the key to every problem we have and we ourselves are the key to to fixing it. Like I am just a guide for people to learn. I give people tools. I give people exercises. I'm just a guide. And these videos are just guides as well. But at the end of the day, if you really want to deeply get to know yourself, then you are your own guide and you can meditate. Um, you can just calm your mind. You, what is great as well is something, a creative outlet. Because mm -hmm. when you do something that you love and that is creative, then you put out, you don't consume, you don't take in, you don't take any, any external things, but you yourself are the boss, so to say, and you're the creator. And you can very well with, for example, writing. When I write, oh, I process a lot of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Or when I, um, I, I write poems, I write texts, I draw, and I, I draw like vision boards or visions that I have. I draw things that, I, that have come to my mind or whatever I feel called to. So what people can do is when they want to find something that they love and they love to create, just listen to your intuition. Like whenever just you feel depressed or anxious, for example, I'm going to use that example again. If you, if you feel that, then you can just close your eyes, take a few deep breaths to get yourself in the moment and then ask your intuition, what is going to make me happy right now? Or what can I do that is going to make me feel better? Or what is the right thing for me, excuse me, for me to, to do right now? So I want people to know that they are the key to themselves. It's not anything external, but they're the key to themselves mm -hmm. and to find themselves. Because mm -hmm. it's a lot of people have become dependent on coaches, on psychologists, on hypnotherapists, on, on outside people from the outside. We, we rely on a lot on the outside, right? Mm -hmm. but only we can find ourselves like nobody else can find ourselves for us. Right. So that's why it is important to find tools where you can have output rather than just input and where you can do something creatively and, and something that you love.
Yeah. And how does that relate to your your subconscious mind? Like, especially when you, yeah, Great how question. what's the connection between, between that and your subconscious? So when we, when our subconscious mind opens and so, okay, let, let's go through, through the process a little bit when, let's say with hypnosis, right? Mm-hmm. We, I, I first have people close their eyes, take a few breaths, then I talk them down to relax their body and their minds. And then their brain waves slow down. Mm-hmm. And when their brain waves slow down, they don't have these filters anymore that we have that we think of, for example, oh, if I'm going to do this, somebody's going to think this of me, or if I'm going to do this, I'm going to fail, or I'm going to succeed or whatever it is. Right. Mm-hmm. And with doing something you love and with slowing your brain waves down, whether it is meditation or whether this, when it's doing something you love, when it's doing something you love, you forget all time and space, right? Mm-hmm. When you're doing something you love, you don't care whether or not a person's going to think something about it because you're just writing in that moment or you're just drawing in that moment. And it is for you. It is making you feel good. It's making you feel happy. And when you do that for yourself, by yourself, in your room, like just literally take that time for yourself, your brain waves are slowing down. And then you have that, you find that connection to yourself. And this is also what um, great inventors have done, like Einstein or Tesla. They have used this quiet time, this calm time for themselves. Even take a nap. If you, know, if you have the chance to take a nap for 20 minutes, People are beating themselves up so much about this when they just take a break. But taking breaks is so necessary to connect with yourself, even if it's just sleep or whatever, because sometimes you're like, oh, I need the answer to this problem. I need the answer to this problem. And then you sleep and it comes to you magically, right? At night or whatever. Or for me, it's like sometimes in the shower or on the toilet, in the bathroom, whatever. (laughs) When I just turn off everything else that my brain is usually doing and all the input that my brain is getting, Turning off your phone is the best thing you can do, especially like after waking up, mm-hmm. rather than getting all the input from everybody else and everything, all the news, all the social media. If you turn off your phone, if you're with yourself for an hour in the morning, try that and try how good and amazing that feels without all this input that is already being thrown at you in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it kind of, it makes me think about... Um, there's an author and um, he's also a computer scientist. I don't know, computer scientist. I don't know if you've, if you've heard about him. His name's Cal Newport. And, you know? Yeah. And he speaks at length about um, finding quiet time. And he also speaks exactly about what you're mentioning about um, spending time, like taking breaks from social media and um, taking time to be by yourself um, taking time to really do um, work that is like not like just not allowing for any distractions and and all of those sort of things. However, like I'm on my mind right now. I'm I'm, I'm thinking about um, how like how can you incorporate the experience of um, of hypnosis. Let's say, for example, um, I went to a, a hypnosis session with you, um, and we obviously work through 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 those things. Um, and I I kind of experienced what it feels like to not have a filter or to just kind of do um, things or or to really just be engaged in an activity without having a filter on. But then when I step into my real 
everyday life, right? Um, I want to pursue a creative project or um, I want to learn how to become a better public speaker. And we all know that when in those experiences, like there are so many filters, there's so many things we tell ourselves. How can I then maintain that connection with that experience that I had um, during the hypnosis session and kind of incorporate it into my day-to-day life, day life? So I guess the question is, how can you then, yeah, how can you incorporate that experience into your day-to-day life? Is it something that comes with practice or, or how, does that, how does that look like? Oh, great question. Okay. So I'm going to give you a little bit of an insight of what is happening in a hypnosis session with, uh, in a private one rather than in the YouTube one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's say you want to become a better public speaker. Um, and let's say you have fear of speaking in front of other people, right? Mm-hmm. So while we're in the hypnosis, we're going to take you back to that very first moment, for example, where you felt that fear or what caused that fear for you, that fear of speaking. And in the hypnosis, you will tell me most likely like 95% of the time, you will tell me of a situation that happened in your childhood um, where you, where somebody made you feel that fear and that you have taken on and that you have not released. And so in hypnosis, we reprogram that memory into your brain as something positive because our brains cannot differentiate from reality and imagination. Meaning that if we learn how to play the piano in actuality, in reality with our fingers, it's not very much different than if we learned the piano in, within our minds. And this has been proven, and this is a proven science, that our brains cannot differentiate reality between imagination. So when we go back to that situation that has happened in your childhood in reality, we just mm-hmm. tell your brain to remember it differently and to remember it with... Um, so that you can speak to your, your, back to your father or your mother, whoever has caused you that fear. And then we also take that little child that was in that situation, we take it to their favorite place. We speak to the little child so that it feels better and that it feels more confident. And then your subconscious, you will see, is taking on all these things. Like it, I do a I do, um, few sessions always with my clients, like, you know, four to 12 or whatever. And you see the more... You work on situations like that, the more your brain is going to integrate these knowings this, and it's going to change your subconscious mind. And I measure this because whenever somebody comes to me, I ask them, what does success mean for you, right? Mm-hmm. And they have all these external things like getting my finances right and, and being confident, blah, blah, blah. But then when I work with them for a while, <laughs> success simply comes down to being happy, being at peace. Um, being happy with myself, you know, and it's, it's really beautiful to see. So you can see how your subconscious mind is working and how it is integrating the things it has learned. And so what I do with clients that I, what I tell clients that are um, out of hypnosis sessions or whatever, I always give them tools such as, um, you know, turning off your social media, such as really, if you want to slow down, close your eyes take a few deep breaths. That's really all it takes. And then ask yourself, what is going to make me happy right now? Because Mm -hmm. when you're happy, you can make other people's happy. If you're going to feel shitty and keep feeling shitty, you cannot make others happy. Or if you want to raise your vibration, like if you want to feel better, how, how can I feel better right now? How can I raise my vibration right now? What can I do to fill my cup right now? Whatever version it is of this question, 
you can ask yourself and then you listen to your intuition. If your intuition tells you to go to the beach, go to the damn beach. <laughs> if your intuition tells you to, to take a break, take that break and do not be afraid of taking that break of you missing out on something. People feel like they're missing out on something because mm. they feel like they don't have that much time, but time is a human construct. Time mm. is something that was invented by humans. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really important to slow down and take these breaks and allow yourself to slow down and be with you and not being afraid of what is going to come up if I'm, if I'm with myself right now, if I'm with my thoughts, you can, you can become the observer of your thoughts. Also, you can just say, okay, there's a person in my head that's talking and that is going to say this, this, and this. And a great book for this is um, the untethered, the untethered soul. Mm. Um, which is explaining this really nicely. And so, yeah, if anybody wants to read that, that would be my recommendation. Okay, cool. Um, you speak, you spoke about, and, I, and it's not like, I've, I've heard this concept before. I mean, I've also um, practiced um, meditation from time to time. And a lot of teachers speak about being an observer of our thoughts. Is this a just a decision that you make or is that something that that comes with a lot of practice because i mean i don't know but like yeah just maybe take us through that like is it a, just a decision that you made and be like okay cool like this is what i'm thinking but i'm going to become an observer instead of being in you know tangled into the thought or is it something that you can that you can kind of practice through your meditation or hypnosis or whatever it is absolutely both. Like at first, of course, you have to make that decision. I'm not going to be a slave to my thoughts. I'm going to just become an observer of my thoughts. Mm -hmm. And once you make that decision, of course, it takes practice. And of course, you're not going to be perfect. And of course, we all struggle with this. <laughs> We're all humans, right? Yeah. We're all humans. We all struggle with this. And sometimes you will be better at it and sometimes you will not. Um, but the more you practice it, of course, the better you get. And it's the same with hypnosis. The more you do hypnosis, the more you listen to guided meditations on YouTube, the more you get, you, the better, the better you get. And sometimes you will have days where you, where you just can't get into it or where you cannot meditate, where you cannot stop your mind. And that's okay. Just knowing that this is okay, that there's nothing wrong with that. And we, it's, it's happening to all of us. <laughs> cool so let's speak a bit about um the power of manifestation i know this is a topic that you love um you speak <laughs> quite a bit about it and particularly i mean i'd love to talk about it um in general as well and how and how that works but i'm also interested in knowing how we can use the power of 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 manifestation to manifest relationships to manifest you know our ideal careers um money I've, I've heard i've heard that too i'm just yeah well how can we use the power of of manifestation and how does it really work oh okay so <laughs> <laughs> um i want to say that i want to um really say that manifestation is the power of ourselves to create the reality that we want mm. so in short we can create anything that we want in life. And um, for that, I want to tell people a story. I think you know that story. You probably heard it before because I've talked about it often on my social media, <laughs> but I love it so much. And it's the perfect example. 
So um, I was in Cape Town actually last December and I was about to go out. It was a Friday night and I remembered, I was like, I was telling um, my spirit guides, um, I was telling them, I was like, hey, can you give me a guy please that is handsome, that knows about <laughs> the universe stuff and that is just, that I can just have awesome conversations, awesome conversations with. And I for totally forgot about that I made that wish, totally forgot about it. And then that night I went to my friend's birthday and at that bar was a guy that didn't talk to me in the bar yet, but he came and talked to me when we went to a club because he was there too. Like we both ended up at the same club. And then he started talking to me. He was like, Hey, what does your tattoo say? Are you spiritual? I was like, yeah. And then 10 minutes later, he was telling me how he had manifested a woman that was beautiful, that had blue eyes, that he can have awesome conversation with, conversations with. Mm -hmm. And he had said that to the universe that night. Wow. And I was like, oh, holy crap, that is incredible. So we both had used the power of manifestation to come together. And I mm -hmm. have done this literally with the last four guys that I was um, involved with, so to say. I, but I never manifested a relationship that would last. So that's <laughs> <laughs> but I know that I can and once I'm ready I will <laughs> um, <laughs> mm. so then um, there's other times where I have literally said okay um, I need um, $500 by tomorrow and I would get it uh, but I always let go the most important thing with manifestation is you can manifest anything that you want but you have to let go mm. of the how and the when also the when, because like I said, time is a human construct. You cannot tell the universe, okay, um, I, wanna, I want to be in my soulmate relationship in a year from now. The universe doesn't understand a year from now because it doesn't work in time. Because who says you cannot have that relationship in seven months from now? Mm. Or who says that you cannot have it in six months? Because you're, what you're doing when you're asking for a certain time is you're putting a limit on yourself. Who says you can't become a better speaker in four months from now rather than in a year from now, right? Mm -hmm. So we're putting limits on ourselves with the time. So um, we have to let go of the when and the how. Because the how, how can you become a better speaker? You could do a course. You can meet somebody. You can meet a mentor. You can um, learn it by doing whatever it is. There's so many different ways. And, and the universe will always be, it will give you the way where um, it will give you the easiest way sometimes that you don't even think about it, right? Because mm -hmm. you put so many, you're like, hmm, how can I get these $500? I could do this, this, and this, and this. But then the universe is just going to say, hey, um, you're just going to get taxes back. Or a relative that owes you money will pay you back tomorrow. So these simple ways, right? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so I, I want to give people some easy steps to do this some easy techniques so you can, you can practice it because with everything, manifestation takes practice, right? Yeah. And so the easy, the easy way to practice this is if you want to, so for example, say to the universe, okay, within, um, you know, today I want to see, um, and today is a time as well, but you can, you know, you can leave it as today or within the next few days you can say, and then you can be like, okay, I want to see the number one, one, one all the time. Mm -hmm. and then you will see it all the time or you can say i want to have three birds flying over me 
or I want to receive a, a random gift or a random compliment, or I want somebody to somebody um, who hasn't texted me in a long time to text me. These random small wishes you can start because you don't care about them. You don't care if you see the number one one one. You don't care if you have three birds flying over you. You don't care if a person in a red dress is walking by, right? You don't care about these things, and that's why it is so easy to manifest them. The easiest that I just thought about was um, so. I was in Ethiopia and I was with this guy and we were, um, we were saying, okay, we want to play with reality, right? We want to bend reality to mm -hmm. what we want. So we were looking at a football game and there were four teams. So um, there were two football games on the screen, four teams. And he asked me, he was like, which team do you want to score next? And I said, the red. Guess what happened within the next three minutes? Red team scored a goal. <laughs> <laughs> So I want people to know that they have this power that they can bend reality for themselves. And when you, when you start practicing with these little things, then they can get bigger. Then you can manifest those incredible people into your life. I've manifested so many incredible guys into my life and girlfriends as well. Like, and um, people who I work with and it's, it's amazing. Once you realize the power that is within you, then you just don't want to stop. And it's mm. beautiful. Amazing. Now talk to you said you mentioned um, you mentioned having the thought or the thing that the thing that you want to do and then letting go of it. I've heard this with um, I was watching an interview by Oprah Winfrey as well, where she also speaks about the law of attraction and wanting something, but also letting go of it. Why is it important to let to let go of it because you know when you actually want something and you want you really want it you know you know that feeling when you really really want something with with all your heart and everything and you wish for it you work towards it and you want it so badly sometimes that feeling of wanting it so badly can is there you know like it's not it's not something that you can just um almost run away from like it's there you really really want this thing but how do you then if because you're saying that when you let go of it that's when kind of like the magic happens that's where you allow the universe to work with you you know so when you let yes, go of it, yeah so when you let go of it or how can you let go of it rather <laughs> great question so i want to ask you a question back when you really want something why uh -huh. is it that you really want something i mean because it's part of a vision, I guess. It's something that I, I, I want to accomplish for myself. I think it would make me very happy. I think it would um, allow, open up certain opportunities or it would um, give me a step up in my career, whatever. Like that's I just, it's just a, a big a vision that I have for my life and for myself. And I think it's something that would be really amazing for me to have. Mm -hmm. And if you really want something... Do you come from a place of not having it sometimes? Mm, yeah. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I mean, yes, because I mean, you, you obviously want it and you don't, you don't have it. So it, you know, you think about, or I rather would think about, I mean, I don't have this thing. It would be so nice to have it, you know? So I kind of hold on to the feeling of, of wanting it really. Yes, absolutely. Uh -huh. <laughs> and that's where I was going to get it. <laughs> so this is the key, right? Uh-huh. When you 
come when you come from a when you tell the universe okay i want this because i don't have it you're coming from a place of fear of not getting it and you're coming mm. from a place of lack of not having it mm. however if you already act like you have it instead of wanting it that's that makes all the difference in my mind when i let go of that guy that i was manifesting i was like i already have it it's it's fine. i didn't even think of i already have it i just said like okay i'm fine with it or without it so it's two things it's the attachment so if you attach yourself to that thing mm -hmm. then the universe doesn't have any room to play right you could get something better you could get something even greater and so but you're attached to that one thing and this attachment is like Okay, if I get it, I'm going to be feeling good. If I don't get it, I'm not going to be feeling good. Yeah. But the universe wants to make you feel good. So if, but if it doesn't give it to you, it's you also um, messed up the chance that it could give you something better. And so this is with the attachment. But then if you come from a place of you're already feeling grateful for the thing that is going to happen to you and you're already feeling great about it, then... It's a thing of, okay, I already feel that way. And the universe responds to you in frequency. There, there's, a, there's different frequencies when you, there's an emotional scale of frequencies, I think. So the, the frequencies of anger and greed and, and um, resentment are really low, right? Mm -hmm. But the frequencies of, of love and peace and joy, they're really high. So, and the universe works in high frequency. So if you're already feeling like, Imagine this, if you're having a great day already, right? Mm -hmm. The chances of your day getting better are great because you're already feeling amazing. Uh -huh. yeah. But if you have a bad day, if you wake up on the wrong foot, you spill your coffee, you, you're grouchy and you're mean or whatever, then the chances of getting into an argument with somebody or getting into other things with, with other people are, are high too, right? So your worst or your bad day is getting worse. And so this is a low frequency and this is a low frequency day but if you're operating in a high frequency from gratitude from joy from love mm. then the universe is like okay she already feels that way and she's going to feel the same way if she receives the thing that she really wants so frequency attracts other more frequency of the like right this is the law of attraction mm. love attracts love gratitude attracts gratitude you cannot attract a person who loves you when you're feeling resentment against somebody else still. You cannot attract, um, let's say, you cannot attract money, more money into your life if you don't take care of your money or if you spend it on things that you should, you know, like crazy things that you should, or you, you don't, you know, like, um, okay, let's not say that. Let's, not, let's say you cannot attract money if you, if you're not grateful that you can spend it. Mm -hmm. So instead of, you know, when, whenever you're paying bills, like electricity, gas, water bills, instead of saying, oh my God, there's this bill again, I have to pay for it again. Da, 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 da. Like, I feel so terrible about it. Put some gratitude in that. I have the money to pay for these bills. I have the money to pay for these bills. I'm so happy I can pay for these bills. I'm so happy that these bills are giving me my water, my gas, my whatever. And then you're going to attract more mm. because if you say like, Oh my God, I'm so scared. I cannot, I may not afford the bills, blah, 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 blah. Then money doesn't want to come to you. Like money loves being loved. It's like your boyfriend. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't treat 
you wouldn't or you wouldn't treat your boyfriend the same way as you like let's say you treated your boyfriend um great right with a lot of love but money you you don't you don't treat with a lot of love so you wouldn't treat money the same way as your boyfriend you wouldn't treat your boyfriend is the same way as you treat money so in all things that you do you have to put those high frequencies of love and joy and gratitude and peace and that let's come back to how you get that you mm -hmm. get that because you can take a break you can calm down you can ask yourself what makes me happy mm. Mm. wow <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's, that's, I don't know. Like, that's just, yeah, man. Like I, I have to actually, I actually have to sit with that. I feel like I'm just going to, I have to, to actually sit with, with, with this and kind of like process it all for myself. But I mean, I, I, I suppose I'm, what I'm getting from me from, from this conversation is, is, is just to, 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 to just allow space to allow like a, a, a flow of you know of frequencies and energy the moment we kind of hoard and hold onto things that don't really serve us in any way it's it's like we're creating a barrier between energy and good things that need to flow into our lives you know um you put that very well yes i love that mm, love yeah that that's 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 definitely like what i'm what i'm i'm taking from this um this entire conversation that really what i'm doing by wanting something so bad that i hold and hold onto it and i cannot see anything else but this thing i want um i'm really obstructing the universe from from doing um you know the work and you mentioned it so beautifully when you when you, when you said that what like what makes you think that you can't have something better than whatever it is that you are hoarding and kind of wanting with everything you have and that's the thing like we don't often it's just also a matter of let's it's also a matter of broadening our perceptions and, and looking at what else is there and kind of imagining the possibilities you know that are that are that are endless and that are so available to us you know and yeah it is <laughs> definitely something that I, I i can agree with you that i mean it, it, it seems like something that comes with a lot of practice um but i can i can imagine it i can imagine it as you as you explaining it to me how how helpful it can be to to one just you know just to let to let go of of all of those things so just in closing um i'm i'm interested in maybe knowing just from you just some some last um, thoughts or some last words if there's anything else you would want to that you that's on your mind that you would like to share um and also where can people find you where can people learn more about about the work that you do okay yeah i really i actually wanted to pick up on what you just said with um all the barriers and what we put up um with and what we put in front of ourselves um, and, and creating barriers. Mm -hmm. So we hold on to negative feelings way too much for way too long. And these result in illnesses, in physical illnesses. Like if we hold on to stress for too long, if we hold on to resentment or anger too long about a person, this results in physical illness, in cancer. This has been proven or, or any other illness, right? 
So what I would love to encourage people to is write forgiveness letters, forgive, let go, because all these barriers, you're not creating these barriers against the other person, but you're creating these other barriers or these barriers against yourself. And you don't want to put stones into in your or rocks in your in your path, right? You want the path to be clear. So clear out all that shit, like forgive everybody you have to forgive right now in this moment and forgive yourself for holding on to the negative feelings that you have held because if you're free of anything and anyone you're resenting nothing can hold you back absolutely nothing mm. and then how do you do that how do you begin i mean how do you begin that process of forgiveness this is yeah this is something that i feel even myself and a lot of people probably listening to this can be quite, it is quite something like to, for, to forgive. How, how do you, how do you do that? Mm -hmm. So um, I want to keep it simple um, because it is really simple. It doesn't have to be complicated. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, writing a forgiveness letter, oh, yeah, writing yeah. a letter to that person, putting in everything that you feel like you don't need to send it to them at all but you have to write everything down so you can have this output that we were talking about earlier. Just write everything down, everything, put everything on paper and release it physically, so to say. Mm. Then the next step is to forgive yourself for everything you let that person do to you and for everything you've been holding onto because of that person. So forgive yourself for holding on to resentment, anger, and so on and so forth. And then state that you are releasing everything now and forgiving everything that you're letting go of everything and then state that you're ready to receive love and light or whatever it is that you want joy and peace mm -hmm. state that and then burn these letters mm. and you will see the burning i give this to literally everybody that i work with and everybody always says they love absolutely love that exercise because the burning is so it's physically releasing it's like okay this shit is gone this is out the window now mm. so this is really as simple as it gets love it i love it <laughs> <laughs> i love it no and i love it Mm. Awesome. Awesome. Great. Yeah. And um, people can connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Um, pretty much, I'm pretty much everywhere. <laughs> and I have a podcast as well. Yes. So yes. Subconscious mind. Yep. Yeah. Amazing. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. I will. I will also um, share in in our description. I'll also share links um to to your social media as well so people can get in touch with you they can learn more about what you do and your amazing gifts that that you that you um are bringing into the world i think it's so necessary um but yeah um jennifer thank you so so much for for this time and for making it available to you to, to to spend it with us um and really just um, diving deep into into your work and what you do and yeah i would definitely recommend um people hop onto your platforms and 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 learn more about about what you're doing because i think um especially with with covid19 and you know just where we are at um in the world right now these are really necessary tools that we that we really need you know because this time has been a really good opportunity that 
for us to really come back to ourselves and really spend time with ourselves and really reflect on what we want and how we want to live, you know, going forward, once we even out of this, what, are, what does our lives look like? So these are really important um, tools that I would also really encourage and urge um, people to, to, to tap into. Yeah, um, thank you so much. I have definitely learned a great deal from you. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And I love this interview. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Alrighty. Okay. Cool. Okay. So